Hi, I'm Kiki. And I'm Kemi. And you're listening to Your Advisors Will See You Now, a podcast that will help you to figure out all of your options for life after high school. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of After the Degree. Um, If you haven't heard our other episodes, our other two, these are just more conversational discussions that Kemi and I are having about after you graduate from high from college, what that what your life looks like. There's a lot of layers to it. We've already shared two. This is our third one. And today we are discussing transitioning out of undergrad and going into I guess we'll call it adulting. I don't know what that means, adulting, but nobody really does. But that's what we're talking about today. Because it's there there's some shock value. Can we use this word shock value? And there definitely is it, it is a shocker because there's just a lot of things that go into after you graduate. It's like, what's next? So we have a guest today, our first guest for after the degree. We have Chelsea Yarborough on. Her full title is, wait, Reverend Dr. Chelsea Yarborough. But she's just Chelsea right now. She's always just Chelsea <laughs> because she's just one of our really good friends. And we're excited to have her. Um, we met Kel- Chelsea. Why I say Chelsea? We met Chelsea during undergrad at Elon. And Kiki struggling today, but um, we're happy to have <laughs> we're happy to have Chelsea on here to discuss this. So yeah, I don't know how we want to start. Who wants yeah. to start? Anybody want to start? With? I mean, I can I can sort of start on something. Yeah. Well, I thought it would be cool for all of us to talk today about this topic because we all came out of college, but we all did it all differently. So, mm-hmm. but we all still also still work in academia too. So that's also a, a kind of weird baseline too. So Kiki graduated from, we all graduated from Elon. Um, after I left Elon, I went home to, um, back to New England. And then I ended up working in higher ed now. And then Kiki, she, when she left Elon, well, she graduated Elon. She was still working at Elon right after. Mm-hmm. And then Chelsea, she uh, just finished her doctorate last year. So she's still a fresh baby right out of school. <laughs> so we're all in different stages and in different, um, <laughs> just different ways of us getting out of, of college. And even we're still kind of working in college right now. But just the difference of, you know, the shock value of, you know, I pick my schedule. I go to class at 8 a.m. I have my little lunch. I hang out with my friends. I do my extracurricular activities because I think that's my life. I get my little part-time job in, um, you know, and now you're out of that bubble and now you're trying to figure out, okay, so no one has an outline for me. I just have to get a job and mm-hmm. it's just different. So just coming out of this bubble of a, a four-year function into, okay, what now? And that's what I thought would be interesting for us to discuss. I know for me, it was for me, the biggest shock value was when I got out of college, it wasn't what I anticipated it being. So I thought I was going to get my little psychology degree, get myself a job right in North Carolina, stay there, grow up, you know, and that's where I was going to be planted. And I was wrongfully so. So I ended, up going, <laughs> I ended up going right back home. Um, I was living with my mom um, and working at my mom's early learning center for a while. And so that was very different. And then also for me, it was being away from my core group of friends I've been friends with and seeing every single day for lunch and dinner. And I don't see them at all. And now I'm trying to maintain relationships over, you know, um, texting. I think we we just had Skype back then. (laughs) I don't want to date ourselves. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But, you know, um, 
So maintaining friendships, not in person and trying to make new friendships now, which is not as easy as signing up for an extracurricular activity. Like, oh, you like volleyball? I like volleyball. You want to get something to eat afterwards? Yeah. Like there was, (laughs) it's different now. Uh, And people now have jobs and people are now also having jobs with kids. So life is just different now. So it's not as easy and cookie cutter as it once was in college. I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? I think for me, like it, one of the shocks for me coming out of undergrad was I actually did think the master's program would kind of mimic that, but it mm-hmm. absolutely didn't. So I'm fresh out of school, but not fresh out of the shock value because mm-hmm. coming out of undergrad into master's program, my colleagues in my master's program were at all different life stages. So mm-hmm. some of us were fresh out of undergrad and we're like, yay, like, you know, let's keep this camp going. <laughs> then other folks were like, um, I, have, I have kids and a spouse and, mm-hmm. and a whole other job where other folks, this was their second career. And so having to, I, part of my shock value was like, oh, shoot, like, oh, I can't swipe for my meals no more. That's mm-hmm. deep. Like, I'm supposed to really figure out <laughs> what breakfast, lunch and dinner on a stove. Yikes. Um, and also, and I'll be done here, was also like when I first rented, because I lived on campus my first year out of um undergrad because i was a hall director at wake forest but after that i moved off campus and got my first apartment um that wasn't campus related and i was like man internet is high like what do you you mean internet's not included (laughs) internet is high and someone has to install it like it's not ready made and so just like i found myself with like a lot of decision fatigue because i didn't realize how many decisions i had to make around you know setting up electricity setting up this doing this Finding a roommate without, you know, the the safety of them also being a student on campus. Right. <laughs> like or a like, Craigslist oh, killer. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Oh You're just a community <laughs> member. I don't know how this is going to go. And so, um, yeah, I think that there was just a lot of decisions to be made that I didn't always feel prepared to make them. Mm-hmm. But I'm still here to tell the story. So, <laughs> so that's good. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Can we mention? Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Kim. No, no, go ahead, because I was going to go into spin off of something else. I was just going to say, yeah, I don't I don't know that I like fully had a change of scenery because I like Kenny said, I, I worked at Elon the year after I graduated, not even the year after May, June, like two months after we graduated. I had like a, it was a part time job and but in our multicultural center. So I was still like on campus. I was still like going to the places that I frequented like all during mm-hmm undergraduate degree and something I was telling Kemi and something that Miss Marilyn actually mentioned this to me like when I was working there she was like you do a really good job of kind of separating your work from like personal because that's hard because I was like so I was like a faculty not a faculty a student advisor or like a staff advisor for some of the organizations on campus ones that I had been a part of when I was a student but it was like people I was friends with who were the people I was like advising so Mm. You know, it was like, okay, well, you know, you have to keep them like checks and balances, basically, and making sure that the club is like running efficiently and things like that. But I felt like I had to really separate, okay, well, we're friends, but we're friends and we're going to be, but we have to also be professional. Yeah. I remember Miss Marilyn mentioned that to me and I was like, yeah, because like, we can't go out and like hang out with y'all, you know, not that was really, not that was like, not really our scene like that anyway. We made our own fun on campus. Our friend group did, yeah. um, <laughs> and that that could be a whole nother podcast, but episode. But 
we yeah, that was never like our thing but even if i wanted to like go hang out like you can't really go to like someone's dorm like that because you don't know who's going to be there you don't know what's going to be there and if campus security got called you know it's like uh you work here like what are you doing so there was things that i have i really had to like just be conscious about like how i handled myself but i think i, I think helped just like becoming a professional but like I said, my scenery didn't really change. So I don't really, cause even I remember Deanna and I had to like go find an apartment and we went all through little Burlington and nothing was like meeting our price range. So we we're like, okay, well there's some campus housing that is available. We like just stayed on, like, I literally moved from one building, one apartment complex campus housing to the next one. And, you know, so it wasn't like really different. Like I'm trying to think, no, I didn't use the, I didn't use the bus, but yeah, I was, you know, I didn't have a real change of scenery, like people I was seeing every day, except for like my friends. So like, that was, I guess the biggest thing was I didn't have like Kemi and Chelsea and like our close friends that, you know, that was kind of like a shock, like the, oh, okay, I'm still here, but they're not. I definitely thought about that yeah. a lot. So that's real. Yeah, it, it was an adjustment, but I think it was a helpful one. But there's even other things I can go into. Like I had a part-time job and like, also had a credit card, didn't know how to manage my finances. Still learning that. Me neither, but yeah. <laughs> Still learning. Definitely that. a work in progress. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the credit card is actually not actual money. It is, it is indeed no. debt. It is indeed debt <laughs> that yeah. you will have to pay back. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. yeah. And, but you know what I think too? When this is probably just, I'm not sure if it talks to let me know if you thought the same way too growing up, but I thought like once you got once you graduated out of college, I thought you were just magically like an adult and you kind of were, your ish was just kind of all together for some reason. Yeah, I thought and, I was going to one year out. Oh, me too. Oh, I thought I was going to have my own apartment. You know, I had like a good job. <laughs> so, I, was like, I guess I'll just buy a house now. It's like, what? right. Because that's what you're supposed to do. Everybody does it. And, you know, have like three kids and a white fence. Cause yeah, that's, I'll, say, I'll just get married, buy a house, and like, yeah. I guess I'll just be famous then. Then I'll I'll retire. Cool. Because you know, that's, that's what, what everybody said. You know, right. I go to school, I get a job, and then I'm supposed to look like the American dream. That's what mm -hmm. I thought. That's not how the you equation worked out. Mm -hmm. And I think I don't know. I think it's very interesting. Of like that was just my idea. Like magically, I thought somehow that was just a transition into adulthood, but it's not. Mm -hmm. It really mm -hmm. just isn't. And even when you when we were talking about like credit cards. That wasn't taught in college. I didn't have a course oh. in that. You know, I didn't have, that's a big, money is a big thing in adulthood. And I wish that we had so many, we should have the education about that as soon mm -hmm. as we're like in high school, I believe. I agree. Because that is something that is going to impact and change your life every single day. Mm -hmm. So I just oh. don't understand why that was taught to us. Or just a basic essentials of, hey guys, you know, you're going to have to pay for these bills. Or even like you were talking, Chelsea, about when you're looking at internet. So you're like, okay, uh, sometimes like I would probably resort to my mom. Like, so are there different internet types? Are they trying to hack me? You don't know how to look for the exact pricing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like those are things that's just like a lot of it was just figuring it out. It wasn't like I had a, an academic advisor to go to to be like, oh, my class is in SAC. Oh, this one. Where's that building? It's like who you yeah. have the Internet, you have your friends and you have your parents and hopefully they can give you the right insight. And it's just you're kind of finagling it from there once you get out of college. It's weird. It's yeah. weird. And it's a real big hopefully. Hopefully they can give yeah. you the right <laughs> advice. Yeah. yeah, I think financial literacy is it's a, it's a real sham that it's not taught in elementary schools and i could i mean i mean really all the way through money can be mm -hmm. taught 
and I can I will get off my soapbox because I can stay there for a while of how I think it's a sham of capitalism to keep the rich rich. But um, I really think that financial literacy is like because it's not even just like like learning about stocks and investments and also learning about what it meant to build a budget that didn't always leave me at zero. Right. Mm -hmm. So what it meant to like create savings and. Mm -hmm. Now that I am an entrepreneur as well, like, oh, there's a different tax thing I have to do. And like everything feels like I'm learning so much on such a steep incline. Taxes. And, yo, taxes are and let me tell you, federal taxes <laughs> only get you so far. <laughs> because right. at some point they're gonna they're gonna mess up and the IRS is coming for you. But like it's really important to have some financial literacy. So I, I really if there's some courses and some classes. I think if that's an opportunity folks have, they should take it because it really, it can help with everything. Mm -hmm. even, I'm even, having to learn some things in my thirties that if I had known 10 years ago, whoa, a, ga a game changer. Danger. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Cause even I'm thinking like you're saying that when we were in college, we, I don't know how we have a very large, we had like, like a very large friend group. We celebrated like everybody's birthday. We had always like always having celebrations, but that always required like money. Even if we weren't like going out somewhere, it was like, okay, we're pitching in for Kimmy's birthday. Like everybody, you know, give $10. And we all had, I think we all had jobs for the most part. Um, mm -hmm. I, feel like we, I feel like we had a few, I know I had a few, but it's like, we just, I don't, I don't know. For me, I never really like budgeted. Like I knew I had my campus jobs. My, my um, mom would send me money sometimes. So it was mm -hmm. just like, we're just like living our lives, you know, like tuitions paid, our housing's paid for. I just feel like we had no cares. And so that's kind of going back to like the financial literacy part. Like once you graduate, maybe you still, you know, want to do what you're doing with your friends or whoever, but it's like, okay, because now you have these other things, like you're off campus, you do have bills that come up. You have to now factor in my money can't always go towards hanging out or it can't no. always go towards food. And I, yeah, I'm still learning that today. But it's it's Very real. Well. And like if you get on YouTube, there are so many people that do like college budgeting, like budgeting for college students, because your life looks a little bit different and you can carry those tips into your adulthood. And like Chelsea, I think Kimmy said it too, like that can change your life because you're now taking these little like nuggets that you learned in college and hopefully you keep them with you throughout your adult life as well. Um, but that's things I never really thought about. I was like, what budget? I'm like, we're going to Kabuto in Greensboro whatever we're going to get a hotel room like okay we'll figure it out and we always did but we you did. know 20 people in one room yeah 20 people in one room that's how we can afford it now we old our backs won't let us our backs won't let us stack in like that no more I'm like no. i'm not sharing a bed <laughs> i know here, i'm like yo we got to share beds i got to i'm gonna have to skip out on this one yeah, um, you know, it's funny, Kiki, because we were talking, I was like, you know what? That was shocking to me is food. I don't yeah. like just like grocery shopping for all the meals, like going up to the colonnade, which was one of our calves. Like that was a gift. It just was, having yeah. a whole brunch laid in front of me right. mm -hmm. and sitting with all my friends and like, you know, walking around and seeing friends here. I think I thought I was going to transition from that into y'all. Um, living single the yeah. same time. I'm dating, I'm aging myself. I know I you don't know what living right single now. is. Google it. Show. 
it's a great show but i really was like okay cool we'll just go from college and then we'll just go all live in the same building great it's gonna be mm-hmm. awesome <laughs> visit each other it's gonna be awesome and now then i was like oh wait you mean breakfast lunch and dinner is on me and allegedly it's supposed to come from said fridge that i've allegedly mm-hmm. filled up and I'm just supposed to eat it with myself. Like I was, right. I was over here shook. <laughs> and then even talk and then talking about visiting now. So it, it sucks that we're all in different freaking states, guys. Mm-hmm. We're not in the same state. We're all in different states. So well, I'm the farthest yeah, now. I'm actually I'm actually out of the country. I'm actually the farthest. I'm out of the country. I am in Mexico. But it's like then you have to factor in like, dang, what am I gonna see them? Dang this airplane price though. So then mm-hmm. it becomes more of I feel like now I kind of look forward to weddings because I'm like, yo, is everybody gonna be there? Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's cool to have it's like a little mini reunion or something like that. Those are blessings, but it's so hard when you have like everybody's everywhere. And mm-hmm. it's like, how can we all just connect somehow to be together? Like, oh. You're right. It is, it is like wedding, like weddings. Yeah, yeah. I was. I wonder. I know because we've been joking. I think that's all, and it's true. I wonder if there's. I was as I was thinking just now. I'm like, there's a lot of grief when I graduated that I didn't expect. Oh, like, me too. Grief that I wasn't with all my friends. Like I was sad, <laughs> and mm-hmm. like grief that the experience had ended. And Elon had mm-hmm. been this little bubble in its own way. Yeah. Um, and just like grief that like the what I thought I was headed to do is not what was happening and yeah. what mm-hmm. I thought it was. And so I found that year out, that first year out was emotional. Mm-hmm. And like I, I didn't know how to explain that one. Yeah. You know, like I wouldn't have known to name it as grief. At the yeah. time I was just like, ah, <laughs> where are my yeah. friends? And like trying to right. catch up with people while making new friends and a new mm-hmm. space while also changing. And like yeah. realizing that as you change some of the relationships that worked really well weren't going to work in this next season it, it just that grief around just becoming the adult that you've been planning to be yeah and realizing how much changes around that i i found to be a really real and difficult process actually Yo, you're a hundred percent on that grief like and I, I yeah honestly i did feel like i was going through a grieving because i was so far away I wasn't in the career that I thought I was going to be in. Mm -hmm. Like I was like, I could have just, and then on top of that, um, it's kind of like also a a kind of a little bit of a quote unquote grief. Cause I feel like you're kind of coming out of this youth, like this kind of youth phase of your life where like, I'm young, I'm free. I can kind of, you know, get away from farting around and doing more things. Me and my friends, we can go do this. Like we had all these activities. We just get all together on a Friday night. There wasn't much planning, much effort. And now it's kind of like, I have to step into doing these adult things now. And like, like you said before, I have to make a list to do groceries. I have really important financial decisions I have to make. I have to look for a job. Is this job what I want to do? Like Mm -hmm. this bigger life things of that whimsy of, um, those teen music videos, they're not, that's not there no more. If like that music song, I'm like, it's summertime. I'm about to meet my boo on the beach. Run, run, run. It's, I don't know what I'm singing. But, oh, those music video whimsies are gone. It's like, you gotta figure it out now, bruh. Like you gotta figure it out. And that grief is so real, especially just being, I had grief about being away from my friends. And then I think the second biggest grief was I was in so many different, um, organizations on campus and doing leadership that way and I, I was out of that and I was like what do I do now I was always the type of person that always wanted to be actively working on a project or actively doing something mm-hmm. so for so for that to be taken away from me I was like what's kind of my why what's my purpose mm-hmm. right now to be real 
Um, and then trying to find new friends is a whole new thing. I'm like, well, I love dancing. Let me see if I can find any dance studios that have adult dance classes. It's like none. It was like, oh, we have 13 and older hip hop classes. Like, I'm not about to be friends with a 15 year old. Like, what? Um, so yeah. that was hardcore, like hard. I live in New, I live in New England too. So it's not summer is. Like, it's not easy to go outside during the hot days and meet friends. It's a small period of time. So you got to, like, go what? To a bar and meet people? People in, in the North don't like talking to people. <laughs> like, yeah. they, do, they do not come warm. Like, hey, how you doing tonight? And they're like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> you do not do that in New England. What do they do that? Okay. All right. You do not do that in New England. This is the whole Making friendships as an adult is a whole new thing. It really mm -hmm. is. Yeah. I, but mm -hmm. I don't know what happened to time. I feel like I used to have so much time. Yeah. I was like, yeah. You know, my friend's doing this, that. But now it's just like, there's an intent. Ha everything has to be very intentional mm -hmm. uh, in a way that I just, yeah, I don't know if I expected that. I'm like, oh, we have to, we can't just like call each other and just, we're both free. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. we got to put something on the calendar. Yeah. Right. It's like, girl, yeah. right now I am arm's length into making dinner and I'm doing laundry at the same time and I didn't sleep last night. I'm about to take an ibuprofen. <laughs> it's like, it's like, right. <laughs> right. But even I think like when we were in college, like we had our personal time, but it didn't really matter. Like I'm I, I love I love my me time, but I feel like it didn't matter until like now, like until like the last several years. I'm like, oh, no, I need to be by myself for a long period of time. Like, I don't like, and this is something I would say too, like when we were in college, you know, Chelsea and I lived together at a period of time. I live with Kemi as well. Well, we together. I lived with Kemi too. We've all lived at some point. We all lived together at some point, yeah. We all lived together at some point, I thought so. Oh yeah, Kemi, Kemi and Chelsea lived together when I came in as a freshman, yeah. Yeah. So we've all lived together and it was like, okay, okay, since we all live together, our other friends are gonna come over too. So like your personal time, you like found it throughout the day. Like if your friends are coming over, like your friends are coming over. But you're right. Like after college, it's like you don't have that same luxury of just like walking across campus or like walking, you know, across the hall, like across the quad and be like, oh, I'm going to see Brenna in the colonnades right now because she lived close to us at some point, too. But I feel like now. Mm -hmm. I definitely I'm like I value my personal time and also along with that we don't also have to like always have to talk all the time like I haven't seen Chelsea's face in several months but you know it's like it's always like old times that's because yep. we know we, I think and that's like for many of our friends we know we have these relationships where you know if they're still intact then they're, they're intact and we don't have to like force anything we don't have to be on the phone all the time it's like we can check in with each other when we need to or if you like if someone's laid on your heart you know, you check in on somebody, you just, or you like, you know, you like re conjure up that connection, but you don't have to always talk to each other, but it's like, okay, I know this person is here if I need them or if I'm here if they need me. So I think that's like yeah. another learning experience too. Like we saw each other all the time, all the time. I know, like at right? least almost every day. Like if yeah. not every day, it was like, where are they at? <laughs> right. where, are you at? where are you at? Why aren't you are coming? You okay? at midnight right. It exactly. was chicken, you weren't there, where were you at? Yeah. Right, yeah, they had yeah. your wings, girl. They had them for free. Why yeah, weren't you there? Wings and your sauces. You're wild right now. Right. No, it is. I think there's like, there's sometimes I feel a nostalgia towards that time, but mm -hmm. there's also a real gift in the like. I mean, Kemi and I are now a decade out of undergrad. I know. Uh, sorry, I dated us, Kate. Sure <laughs> did. Sorry, a decade out. Long, but no. you're, you're right behind us, so don't do that. I but, know, uh, you're right behind us, Kiki. It was, <laughs> it's not that long. It's not that long. 
No, it's not. It, it really isn't. But I do think there's something really like profound about being really grateful for the relationships that have found their way to stay intact across time mm-hmm. and that you don't because that's nice to be like, you know what? I haven't talked to you in a few months, but I care about you. Let me check in. And so there is something about the gift of that in adulthood of like, I feel like everyone kind of, because we've talked about the shock, but there's a gift of like uh, people who are well, that's what I'll say. People who are well understand that like we're all here being busy. And so Mm -hmm. there's kind of a like relaxing on the like need for constancy that can be kind of releasing so that you can go take that private time and not feel like, oh, I'm being a horrible friend. Um, Mm -hmm. But it has to be paired with that intentionality too, because folks need to be checked. Folks need to be checked on, and so yeah, finding that balance to me has is a still continued journey of like the balance between solitude and connection, and keeping up with new friends and old friends, and um, mm-hmm. yeah, and still allegedly adulting. Adulting, right. and also knowing that the first of the month bills are bills are yet due <laughs> every month. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Mm-mm. I think yeah, we're all like we're all like looking into the abyss, like oh, I know, like just like thinking. <laughs> it's a lot, it's a lot, but I like, think it can be good. Yeah, I think like the funniest thing, because um, I was just thinking of like a me- a meme the other day. I forgot what it was, but it was like someone was trying to make a meme on like how to make friends as an adult. It's so funny because I feel like I I had to be very intentional about how I was going to make friends when I left school, um, and I was, and it's always funny because like once I left college, I was like, I want to find friends or just like similar to my friend, the same mm-hmm. vibe. Mm-hmm. And the more I get older and older, I'm like, you're going to have different people, different folks, different vibes, different people that you connect for different things. It's not going to be the same exact mm-hmm. thing. Um, people are not going to be on the same exact level mm-hmm. of, of pain as like, oh, you get it as you're, it's different. Um, Cause I think also just growing up in a space from, you know, you, most of your friends are usually around the same grade as you are going up through life. Mm. And now it's like, I have friends that are like reti- old and retired right now. <laughs> so like yeah. your friends look, can look so different than what you really think they could be. Um, yeah, that's uh, even like just right now being out here in Mexico, like my friend group looks very different than what I thought it was, but it's cool. And honestly, if I have to, if I have to be real, being out here it was easier to make friends than being back home in New England. I'm not gonna lie, I think it's just mm-hmm. New England. It's just I believe that. Yeah. its own thing. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, but if you weird, so why? Why? Let me, let, me be, let me clarify that Oklahoma is <laughs> a state. It's not. It's fine. But Oklahoma <laughs> as a shift to Chelsea is weird. So I get that being like, I bet it is easier there because. Folks here don't be out in the street. Like, I don't, you have to go yeah. find them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's definitely been just, is different. Because then even when I would, lived in the North, being attention to, the attentionality behind making new friends. Like, so, like, I would go to church and, like, go, like, a small group. And then it was, mm. like, people around my age. And I would connect with people that way. Um, but then even everybody in the small group is not going to be people that I, I want to, like, connect with. There's nothing was wrong with them. But it's, like, mm-hmm. eh, you know, like, we're, we're, you know, it's like, we're, we're cool. Well, like, we ain't probably going to kick it for coffee because mm. we ain't got nothing to talk about. So, right. um, other than Jesus, but, you know, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it's just like trying to find the different kind of things. I know, Chelsea, you were talking before about um, like doing softball again. So it's like mm-hmm. finding people that have the same, some same interests so you can buy mm-hmm. that way and make a connection that way, you know? 
Yeah, but then it's the whole thing. I was just like you were talking. I was like, it's all about like your interests. Like the reason that we're friends is because we were in gospel choir together. Well, I think right. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was like the, I felt like that was the main thing. Like we were in gospel choir together, so that was like we all had an interest about singing about Jesus, and that was like how we all formed this friend, this friendship. But then we had like our other pockets. Like we were in other things as well. But I feel like you know that was our core group of friends. But yeah, we had other friends as well. But then it's like, as you graduate, it's like, yeah. So like even now, like, I have friends at work who I like consider friends. And they always say you shouldn't make friends at work. But I have like, and I think a lot of us, we have like work friends. But they're also just, they're also friends outside of work. Like, they're just friends. Yeah. Who probably are, you know, family. But it's because we're going through this, like going through something together. So sometimes, you know, work is not always what you, what you want it to be. It's not always like giddy giddy. And maybe you're mm-hmm. going through like a rough time at work, but it's like we're going through this together. And that's kind of how we probably built, which is probably maybe weird, but we built this bond because we're going through something together and we're like, we can laugh together. We can vent together. Um, or I even think of friends that like, Kemi's married. So like, you know, maybe finding more friends that are also married, whether they're your age or yeah. they're older or friends that have kids now, like you want to find more friends that have children. So I think, like, I think how you build your friend groups is just about like where you are in your life, like how you build new friend groups. So you're always going to have like your like original friends, even from middle school, high school. Yeah. Like, like yeah, you're all going to have your original friends. But like as your life changes, like you're going to you're going to add new friends based on like whatever stage of life you're in. And I guess each stage has its own shock factor, right? Like as we it'll be interesting when we check back in in 10 years and we're like, oh, <laughs> These are the new things that have popped up. The new wonderings, right? right? Mm-hmm. Thought probably it was like, hard then. Just kidding. <laughs> probably gonna be like, so how's that retirement looking? You thinking about retiring? <laughs> this is weird. Girl, I, if I'm talking about retirement in ten years. I have arrived. Are you yeah, kidding? No, me? for like, real. Period. Seriously. I will be so pumped if I'm like, yeah, y'all. I think I'm about to retire. Just know yeah. I've arrived, <laughs> and I'm happy. <laughs> and if you arrive, you're gonna share the secret because we all need to know. <laughs> Yo, if I get to retire for at forty two. Yeah, that's you amazing. Know, of my own choosing. Right. <laughs> Let's be clear. Shoot. I'll write a book about it. <laughs> right. I saw this video the other day and it was like, you know, life expectancy for average American, I don't know, was like 79, something like that, which is this, I don't want it to be dark, but they were like, you know, in retirement age is like 65. And so like, you really only have like 11 yeah. to 15 years to really enjoy your life, which sucks. But it's like, why would you want to wait until then to like enjoy your life? But yeah. I mean, this is like a whole other thing, like about retirement age or, you know, just yeah, retirement age. Like, why isn't it sooner? Like, why do we have to work until you're 65 and you're burnt out and stuff like that? But yeah, I mean, it's like if you can enjoy your life now, like do that, like enjoy your life now. Like, You don't have to wait until you have no job through retirement to like go jet set and travel. Because I don't know how much energy I'm going to have in 30 <laughs> years. Like, you know, like. No, you're so right. I, I struggle right now to have energy. You know, I got back issues now. So about, I know I'm about to say, us millennials, we since we grew up with technology, I feel like technology be breaking us down. Yeah, our eyes are tired from the blue screen. Our backs yeah. are tired from sitting. You know, we didn't been through 9/11, the pandemic, Trump. The, like we we talked, we tired. Recession, another recession. <laughs> recession, yeah, right. recession. Like we're tired. So I don't know what the yeah. other generations are going to do, but I know as far as us. <laughs> We're tired. And so um, right now. Yeah. Yeah. I retire daily. I'm like, you know, what's <laughs> my job? Daily, what's, so. What uh, can I do? Uh, but yeah, I think I, I, 
to what we've been talking about, I feel like so much of what I thought was just panned out. I'm realizing so much of life is just figuring it out really? and being honest about it. And hopefully having a community around you where you can laugh a little bit about the struggles along the way. Cause it, it life can be a lot, but it can also be really beautiful and fun if we mm-hmm. give it a chance to be. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And also, I was just thinking, too, like kind of going back to what we or like just figuring it out. Like when you finish college, I don't I don't remember. Like the only reason I had that job at Elon is because Mr. Leon called me into his office and he was like, look, I think he was leaving. Was he leaving or? Yeah, he was like he was leaving. And Melissa Jordan was like coming in as interim director. And they basically were going to put her job into like two parts which is what they, Deanna and I did. But he was like, look, do you want this job? I didn't even think about it. I was like, yes. You know, I, I really just didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. So I was like, oh, someone's giving me a job? Like, yeah, I'm going to take it. But it was like part time. And I didn't, I just didn't really like finishing up college. I really had no sense of what I wanted to do. Like, I, even going through a whole major, a whole degree. I still in like April, I still was like, I don't know. And I, I'd still today, t- almost 10 years later, I still don't know what I want to do with my life. But it's just like, you know utilizing your college resources so this would be advice to someone in college like and this is the whole point of our our podcast just like doing your research seeing what's out there seeing what you enjoy like Mm -hmm. you talked about chelsea like and we recorded with you before but you like knew like you had questions about something and you're like Mm -hmm. i'm gonna figure this out for the rest of my life and that's that's like a passion like that's an educational passion that's like a career passion as well but it's like for all of us like what's something you want to figure out and it could be, you know, it could be anything, but like what's something you really want to figure out and that's going to drive your career. And I feel like a lot of us just still don't know because we just did what we're supposed to do. Just go through school. We did what we were told to do. Just going through school. And like you kind of said before, like thinking like when you finish, I maybe thought, uh, maybe I thought I was going to like magically appear out of the sky, you know, like, cause I don't even think, I don't even think I prayed about anything. I was, I don't think I even like came before the Lord and was like, okay, God help me. And I'm learning to do that still now, but you know, I was just like, oh, it's gonna, I'm graduating. I'm gonna have something laid out for me after. And I did, mm-hmm. it wasn't ideal. Cause even thinking about like salaries, I thought my little part-time salary, I was like, oh yeah, I'm good. I'm good with this. No, even like going to the next job, like, you know, getting salaries in the 30,000s. That's okay. But like, that's not, that's not my end. That's not the end. That's not my end goal. It can be. So in Jesus' name, that is not our end goal. It is six um, figures in Jesus' name. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Come on, seven. Come on, eight. Nine. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> is there more than that? But yeah, no, it's just, uh, <laughs> it's just like the whole point of our, our podcast is just doing your research and understanding, yeah, what's your why? And I, mm-hmm. I guess I said it before too. Like, that's the educator question. Like, what's your why? But it's true. What like what is your why for everything that you do, um, but career wise as well? And if That's you're true. if you're reconsidering your why, maybe it's time to pivot. Kiki and Kevin. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think <laughs> no problem. Yeah, and I think there's no problem with pivoting too. I feel like our generation now is becoming so much more aware of it's okay to to not be in a job for like thirty, forty, fifty years, and it's okay to pivot now. I really think our generation is really waking up to that and saying like you know i thought i wanted to do this i enjoyed it and now i want to do something else and i think that that's good because it's not 
we're taking charge of our lives in that way and seeing like, you know, what can also better serve us versus us just serving something else till we die. So I think mm-hmm. that that's, it's, that's a, a cool productive point of our generation, you know, just doing that. And, and I think even, I know what Chelsea mentioned this on the other podcast, go check out that other podcast, by the way. Um, it was, you were mentioning how like first, like you went to your undergrad program. And then after that, you're like, actually, I want to become a professor. So it's okay to change, you know, and it's okay. And then you said something great. You're like, even after that, if I want to change and do something else other than teaching right now, it's okay. It's fine. Mm-hmm. And at least you got the, the doctor revenue. That was awesome. <laughs> no matter what you want to do, you still got that title. But, um, <laughs> it's okay to to pivot to find other joys to find other things like right now i'm doing like a little bit of data data analytics i'm like oh this is kind of fun like whoever Mm -hmm. thought i would ever be into that so yeah just being open to the process i think it's always just a process and i think it's good that we're being like transparent about what it's like after you get out of college people aren't just thinking that they're you know alone in this like i it's interesting that we all both said there was like a grief a grief phase after that um i would love to talk to someone who came out of doing like a sport like from the mm-hmm. like young to college and they stopped i would be interested to talk to someone about how they did because i can't even imagine like your life is so scripted you go to practice you do this you study hall you go to a game yeah. and then you're free after that like what does that even look like you know 100 mm-hmm. um so that's just really interesting. We should have Warren too, because he's definitely talked about like what was life transitioning out of the military. And there's definitely mm-hmm. some people that transition mm-hmm. well and some people that don't because yeah. your life is so structured that when you get out, you kind of have this freedom and you're like, what do I, what do I yeah, do? Yeah, no, that's real. It's seen a lot of stuff too. Like it's seen a lot. Yeah. So yeah, it's like once you come back home, like what? And that's the thing. It's like once you get back home from any point in your life, it's like, yeah. What, what are we doing? Now? What are we doing? Yep. Yeah. What are we doing? We're rapping. We're rapping. So like maybe if we had like the, for all three of us, and I feel like the advice may be <laughs> the advice may be overlap or may overlap. Like what's some advice that we would give? Like if we're, you know, thinking back to when we were about to graduate and it's like seeing where we are now, you know, advice to somebody else that may be in that position. Um and I can start. But yeah, I think I can start, so I won't take anybody's answers. But, um, you know, just like <laughs> the really, and I feel like Chelsea maybe it was another episode that we recorded, but like the mentorship part, like really getting people to mentor you or just like building a mm. community because those are people like they've, they've lived their, like they're living their lives outside of college. Like they know what to expect. Um, but just asking questions like of these mentors, of people that you've interacted with that, are older than you like and i know he's like what questions do i ask but it's like literally if you go to their office and ask what do i do now ask that question what do i do now and they can give you some some guidance you know don't wait until till may when you're about to graduate but you know just throughout that senior year of college really i know you want to enjoy it with your friends and making sure you know you're getting through your classes which is what you should be doing but really going and just talking to people like Okay, after you graduated college, like, what did you do? How did you find jobs? How do you make connections? And then use career services as well. But really just asking those very simple, they sound very simple questions like, what do I do after I graduate? And asking that of your parents as well or your support systems. But I just think asking, asking those questions that I know I didn't ask um, when I was leaving college. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I think getting the the mentors and asking is the best way to be proactive. Just the best thing you could do is asking, just asking mm-hmm. and um, not just waiting on, okay, the next thing will happen. But just being like, okay, having a couple like, well, what do I want to do next? We'll have that conversation with somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think maybe some advice transitioning out of college would be give yourself a little grace if to you're figuring it out. You're mm-hmm. not going to have it figured out. And it's okay. Because I remember, too, going back to the Elon reunion the first time I went back. And everybody's like, so what do you do now? So what do you do now? So what do you do now? And I'm yeah. like, I like polish my title a little bit. I'm a program coordinator of our early learning center. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, oh, do you do that? Sounds great. You know, it's like, just, it's like, dude, it's part of a family business. And I'm just trying to maintain this bad boy. Like, you know, <laughs> uh, like, it's okay. You just get out of college. You're still young. It's have some yeah. grace um, that you're figuring it out. Because even like someone said before, you're going to keep going through life and you're still going to be figuring it out. So have some grace. You're not going to be a fortune 500 person right when you graduate. Yeah, no, that's so real. I guess I have two things. My first thing is learn how to budget. <laughs> I know it sounds so basic, but no, it's not. If you, if, you start, if you learn how to budget, get some financial literacy under your belt. Even if you're not great at it, the practice of it will really serve you well, and mm-hmm. you'll at least be thinking about it throughout life. And then my second thing is remember that you're a relationship that you're in, and so with yourself. So keep getting to know yourself. Know you get to change your mind. Um, know that sometimes you changing your mind and shifting might cause some ripples, but it's okay. Like you, you owe yourself yourself. And so actually knowing who you are in this world is a gift that, you know, no one can take from you. And so don't discount how that shifts your career and your life and the ways that you move, but it's really a beautiful and extremely exciting process to know who you are. And so don't forget your relationship that you're in. Wait, good. Y'all, thank you for hanging with us on our After the Degree episode. If you have any idea for any other future episodes or if you would like to sit down and chat with us, you know what I mean? Talk about a topic for, you know, anything or any advice for once you graduate out of college, what the heck do you do next? Please hit us up over email um, at our yasinpodcast.com. That's yasin, Y-A-W-Y-S-N. Uh, podcast at gmail.com. Please check out our Instagram, our TikTok. Um, If you want to bless us, we also have a Venmo. But until next time, we will see you in the next one. See you. Bye. Bye. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in and listening to the latest episode of Your Advisors. We'll see you now. Please make sure to follow us on all of our social media pages and check out our website. Take a look at the show notes below. And please make sure to subscribe and share this podcast. Also, show us some love and please leave a five-star review. Catch you next time. See ya.